the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Hour number two of the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. It's Monday afternoon. Happy MLK Junior Day. 547-1610. Number if you'd like to get a hold of us. You could also do it via email. 610KONA.com. Bottom line page. Your name where you're listening. What you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at bottom line 610 also on Facebook at the Bottom Line 610 and the free mobile app available through the Google Play and the Apple Stores. I'm Rob Francis. He's Ed Dawson. And um, as we went to break, Ed, I mentioned about the rephasing, where before it was December, January, February, March, April. Now it's winter, spring, summer, summer, fall. Well, these things take time, especially when you're incompetent. Well, you know, I mean, people want to know in as vague vague a term as possible when they might be able to get a vaccine. And, well, I guess when you're you're only doling them out at a 34% clip, you want to make sure that you do it seasonally instead of on a monthly timetable. Because, obviously, you, you, you can't really do things very quickly when you're Jay Inslee and his administration. Well, I, I think now would be an excellent time to point out before anybody rushes to the governor's defense that, you know, this is the federal government's fault or Ooh. there's there's reasons for, you know, he's being he's being safe about, you know, whatever the excuse may be. Yes. This is the same administration, lest we forget. Within the last couple of years, mm. we have had the. uh State, the Western State Hospital, psychiatric uh, hospital debacle. $54 million. Yes. Uh, We've also had uh, a hacking of the uh, state ESD. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have also had, and that was um, part of. 900 million. Something something like that. that. Something like that. To a phishing scam. And the way they've made it up is to accuse Washington State residents of fraudulently filing unemployment claims to get that money back. Yeah. Um, There are others, but Mm -hmm. we have a phone call coming in. And, you know, I always want to hear from our listeners. Instead of going on a rant, that'll give me a headache in a few minutes. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Don. Hi, Don. Hey, uh, welcome to One Payer Medical System with Inslee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what's the problem? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be great. We'll all, we'll all be lining up, waiting for the death panel to tell us whether or not we can have that surgery or not. Look at our well, underlying health conditions and our age and determine whether or not we should be saved or if we should be thrown on the heap and, and, and allowed to die. It, what I find fascinating, though, and this is in all seriousness, because you know me, I, I like to I like to study people, even though it infuriates me most of the time. I find it fascinating <laughs> how, you know, how and why Certain people act and do things a certain way. I, that's just something me, anyway. Sure. Um, I find it interesting that 
a governor who has just won a third term in the state of Washington, a Democrat, uh, who really, to be perfectly honest, has not been challenged. Okay, he's won fairly easily each of the three times. Yep. He is very quick to blame the federal government for his misgivings and and his missteps. Yet he it's almost like he's waiting for the federal government to tell him what to do. I don't know, socialism. Um, so, but, but to, to make sure that everybody understands how important his job is, he will micromanage something else like the reopening of businesses and recreational activities per the COVID crisis. So he didn't want to listen to for any kind of federal guidance on that front, because states are autonomous, we were told over and over. The the justification for him doing what he did and mm-hmm. will continue to do, and rightly so, the states do have a lot of individual powers. Right, but then you can't blame them when you mess it up. Oh, but he does. Yes, he and does. And that's why I find it fascinating and incredibly irritating, too. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, Jeremy from Prosser. Hey, what's on your mind today? It's. I, I guess I'm kind of aggravated. We just uh, spent the weekend up in Coeur d'Alene, and everything is wide open. And then you come back to Spokane, and it's like the Berlin Wall right there at the uh, at the state line. I mean, everything is thriving, and everybody's doing all their, everything they, they normally do in Idaho and you don't hear a lot of, you know, COVID hits and, and high numbers in Idaho, but yet we're we're just dying on the vine around here. What's the political party of the governor in Idaho? No, I get that, but it's, <laughs> it's just within twenty miles it's a different country. It is. It is. Appreciate the call. Absolutely and, it is. You know, and and look, Idaho has had their problems too. You know, they, they started out like next to no problems. They, they saw a significant jump in, in cases all throughout the state, and they did put some restrictions in place. But you are able to eat in a restaurant, you know, with with the COVID restrictions, with some, uh, I guess, social distancing, you know, capacity, I guess, um, in the state of Idaho. And they seem to be managing it very well. You have... You know, the Idaho's neighbors, Washington and Oregon, who are in a completely different state of mind. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Well, you know, it's going to be really interesting if uh, you recall when the president said that churches should be able to open up and Governor Inslee said, oh, you know, he doesn't get to tell us what to do. If if President Biden does the same thing i'm sure we're going to get this oh yeah we better shut all the churches back down again and all that great stuff because you know states rights are now going to be probably just shirked off with Inslee and biden 
Yeah, I appreciate the call. Well, yeah, unfortunately, you know, gosh, I, I just, I'm starting to get a headache, Rob. Um, this this whole notion that this that this has to be politicized is ridiculous, but it is. This pandemic has been politicized. Now, I'm not saying that it's nothing. I'm not saying that, you know, whatever. But the just look around. Look around. Look at data and how the different states are treating the pandemic. There are there are states like Florida who have taken a real big hit with cases and deaths, but they didn't shut the state down. Their economy is going to survive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know if they found that happy medium and, and I don't, don't hear me. I'm not happy that anybody dies from this, but when you're dealing with this, you know, you've got to, you've got to be flexible. You've got to, you've got to be able to think and just, I encourage you to do your research, look at the different states, find out who is running those states, both governors and legislators, and find out what states called mm -hmm. in for a special session, you know, to get input from maybe the other side of the aisle. Um, yeah. Because Washington was not one of them. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Daniel Kennewick. Hi, Daniel. Glad to hear your voice today. You guys are working. Yes, we are. Hey, um, that caller, I don't know if it was Jerry from Pasco about uh, the uh, Idaho situation. I got to watch high school football on SWX 25.3 TV channel this left fall. They played some games. What a difference. Yeah, huh. they sure did. They got to, you know, and, you know, they they uh the state the state of idaho is mm -hmm. is hosting all kinds of youth basketball tournaments and you know i don't know things that generate money for the economy yep. doing it with covid restrictions in place but still doing them and not everybody's dying it's amazing yeah johnny in plymouth shot us an email said those nine thousand folks from honduras headed to the usa or addressed by biden's presidency seems their caravan is a real super spreader event Will Joe require them to wear masks? Maybe put them in front of the line for the vaccine? Good God, elections have consequences. Well, and apparently that Honduran caravan is also receiving a consequence because the Biden administration or incoming administration is telling them, uh, don't come. Turn around, go back. What? You, you're not, yeah. What? He's That's pulling, barbaric. He's pulling that... a page out of the Bill Clinton playbook. What do you mean you're halfway here? No, turn around and go back. Remember well, what Bill Clinton did to the Haitians if, in the bathtubs? What, Turned them around and sent them back. What he is squashing the hopes and dreams of people just looking for a better life. And wait, where did I hear that? He's before? squashing thousands of future votes. Robert and Richland shot us an email just for grins and giggles. I looked at our Army National Guard's order of battle based on what they list for units. They have fully manned, have the capability to pull together two companies and medics plus a headquarters and supporting elements, transportation, to get the mass immunizations done promptly with a sense of urgency. The Air Guard also would have some capability. Several, at least eight states, are using their guard. Why not us? I did look at the state DOH website to see the plan, and what they list is not. A plan and what they talked about today is not a plan either it's even vaguer than the first plan you're up on the bottom line news radio 610 k a your name where are you calling from hey this is brian in kennewick what's up brian 
Hey, I want to know, you know, CDC just put this new rule in place that if you come in from another country, you got to have a COVID test within three days of arrival. Is that happening for all those people that are lining up on the border from Honduras? Well, they're not quite at the border yet. Uh, they're making their way through. But um, I would I would suggest that there would be, um, even those that may lean to the left might be a little upset if you've got a caravan of Hondurans getting a vaccine before, oh, I don't know, the overwhelming majority of our seniors. Or, or elected officials. If they jump the line in, in front of well, elected officials. Well, she's already gotten hers. Well, yeah, well. She's important, don't you know? Governor Inslee says he and uh, his wife, Trudy, are going to uh, be a part of the uh, Tier 1B. Um, so they'll be getting theirs, thank if, goodness. If we don't see him getting the shot publicly, then he, he already got it. Got he it. got it months ago. Yeah. The first dose. Yeah. I'm back with more after this. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Welcome back to The Bottom Line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610, the number if you'd like to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Great Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. 100% all-natural CBD products, 100% money-back guarantee for 30 days. It doesn't matter if you've used the product completely or not. You bring the bottle back full, bring it back empty. 30-day money-back guarantee, 100%. With CBD American Shaman, they're with their products from the time the seed goes in the ground until the product winds up on their shelf. And you can see the lab results on their website. CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. So... Going completely and totally down a different path, then. I just saw something very interesting. And it's a poll from Eric Kaufman, who is a professor of politics um, in the Manhattan Institute of Policy Change. Apparently... It's it's a very interesting poll about the outgoing president. Okay. And it polls Trump supporters. Okay. Specifically Trump supporters. Specifically Trump supporters. Okay. So we'll get to that after we go to the phone. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Rob again from Benton City. What's up, Rob? Well, I just thought it was kind of funny with everything that's going on that we're hearing today has nothing to do with COVID, but, uh, um, there was a Washington DC mayor, Marion Barry, uh-huh. that was caught on videotape. Right. And I think that that had to do with some probably, uh, organized crime and he was convicted and wasn't he later reelected as DC mayor? Yes, Marion Barry was caught in a hotel room with drugs and hookers. Yes, and then the second point I'd like to make, by accident, I was doing a company safety program which refers you to YouTube videos. And I noticed that on these YouTube videos, they had a KKK uh, deal going on, 
And when they unveiled the person underneath the mask, it was Candace Owens. So I would like people on the left to realize that there's some nasty stuff going on out there. And it is on YouTube. That's why I don't Facebook or Twitter or I'll have to say I don't even like uh, YouTube. That's all I've got to say. Appreciate the call, Rob. Thanks a lot. 547-1610 if you'd like to get involved. So it's interesting that this he conducted a poll of 400 Trump supporters two days after the Capitol was stormed. Two days. Two days. Okay. Now, first set of questions had to do with the election. Okay. These are 400 Trump supporters, two days after the Capitol was stormed. Trump lost to Biden fair and square. Only 17% thought that was the case. Okay. Trump almost certainly lost to Biden. But it would have been closer without rule violations that helped Biden. Only 13% believed that. Trump probably lost to Biden, but it would have been closer without rule violations that helped Biden. 19%. Trump would have gotten more votes than Biden without the rule violations that helped Biden. 51%. Said that. Okay. Okay. So it goes down to 2024. Okay. Remember, 400 Trump supporters... In this in this okay. poll, right? If it's like, what, what was your preferred vision for the Republican Party's future? Was was this okay. set of questions? Okay, <clears throat> Donald Trump runs again in twenty twenty four. Twenty nine percent. Okay, a candidate who is more presidential, respectful, gets things done while adopting Trump's views. On controlling immigration, nationalism, and being willing to challenge the mainstream media, political correctness, and elites. 55%. A candidate who is more presidential, respectful, and gets things done, and avoids Trump's views to focus on older Republican arguments, like limited government, free markets, the family, and resisting tyranny in the world. 16%. Not surprising, really. I mean, if you think about it, um, and, you know, we've heard much of that same sentiment on this program, too, is that they they like the Trump message. They're not always fond of the messenger. You know what it tells me? It tells me that a couple of things. One, the belief that he is reelectable is not there in 2024. Two, there's nothing wrong with the message, but we need somebody else to articulate the message. And there's nothing wrong with there being some level of involvement, but not for the big chair. So it seems as though even Trump supporters would like to see the message continue. And the path continue, but want somebody less polarizing to utter that message. Something we talked about last week, bridging the gap between Reagan and Trump. 
somebody who falls in the middle of that. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610 if you'd like to get involved. New year? Maybe it's time for new insurance. Check out Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance, the only American Star Certified agent here in the Tri-Cities with American Family Insurance. Homeowners, life, small business, farm. You also can get car insurance through American Family Insurance. They've got adult and teen safe driver programs, so... You could get better insurance for less, or you could get more in your policy what you're currently paying. But the only way you're going to know is by contacting Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance today at his website, jasonhogue.com. 547-1610, if you would like to get involved in the program via uh, email as well at 610k1a.com, bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, and what you would like to say. Uh, there are a number of bills in the state legislature right now. Some are positive, but probably won't pass. Like, for example, today the ban on title-only bills was introduced. Good luck with that. Um, I don't. I don't see, unfortunately, where... Uh, It will get enough support because we know that in the dead of night, Democrats love title only bills. It's 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 a thing for them. It's a big thing for them. Um, We also know that there was a bill that was proposed, which is a fantastic bill. One of the best bills of the session. However, we also know that this bill won't wind up seeing the light of day. Because instead of placating the unions, it actually is supportive of parents and students. And it would, it's House Bill 1215. It is supported by eight Republicans. And it would provide parents and their children with more choices for a quality K-12 education through the K-12 Education Scholarship Program. So you know that will never get out of committee because it provides actual choice. Real, actual choice. Well, you know, I, I think I think that Democrats and the Inslee administration are fine with choice so long as they're the ones offering the choice. Well, yeah, it's only the choices they give you. That's right. Yes. It's only the choices they give you. Uh, And a pair of Senator Wilson's, Senator Jeff Wilson and Senator Linda Wilson, uh, one from the 17th, one from the 19th, introduced the ban of title-only bills. Uh, It's a very small bill, in fact. It's it's very, very simple. It's a page and some some lines um, that pretty much says that it circumvents the legislative process and must be prohibited. Um. And somewhere, Jason Mercier from the Washington Policy Center had a little smile, a little he's, grin. Well, we know That's something we, he's been pushing for forever. Yes, right? we know our good friend is very happy with the introduction <laughs> of this bill. Uh, I hope he is not completely disappointed with the fact that it just will not go anywhere because, again, Democrats, it's one of their favorite tools to pass tax-oriented bills that fail 
uh, or would fail if they're actually written up and there's ability to have public comment on them. And that's the other thing with title-only bills. There is no public comment. So they completely circumvent the uh they circumvent the process completely and totally, and they won't they won't ban it because it's a great tool for them. They love using it in the dead of night, three o'clock in the morning. Well, I was going to say the only thing better than a title only bill is passing it in in the dead of night. I, I need to pass this along too. We were uh, talking a little bit, and you heard uh, when we when we broadcast uh, Governor Inslee's comments. Uh, on the vaccination rollout and, and the different metrics and all that stuff. Part of the announcement also uh, from the state health department was uh, something called a phase finder. It was an online tool oh, that you good. could go on there and, uh, and see, you know, when and if you are eligible to get the vaccine uh-huh. that was announced, you know, a short time ago. It's um, it's crashed. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't get on it. Too many people. It's crashed. Well, that was a good plan. But, but hey, at least, you know, they, they weren't hacked, to well, our knowledge. Yet. On, by a phishing scam. Yet. And given the, them, like, millions of dollars in state funds. But, so, hey. So I'm going to throw this out there. Okay? okay. This goes back to that whole question about planning. So you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna roll out a website that people, okay, there's 7 million people live in Washington State. Seven million people, not all seven million will go to, but if you think about the percentage of seniors, you probably say, I think it's fair to say at least two million are probably seniors, minimum, okay, minimum, and that's probably being conservative, all right, minimum or two million, that they find out now that they're eligible to get this vaccine. Do you think maybe they might go and find out when and where they can get it and maybe sign up? And do you think you might anticipate that a couple million people might try out and check out the website and that you might have enough support on it to be able to handle that? But no, they don't want you to know. Well, you know, it's it's just the motto of this administration. It's the thought that counts. So is it fair to say then because this is not prepared to uh, handle that kind of freight? And who knows when it will be that the Inslee administration wants your grandmother to die? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I told you, it's the thought that counts. Oh, it's, that's right. Words thought. matter. Thoughts save lives. And you and thoughts that? and emotions are good enough. Thoughts save lives. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Thoughts save lives. So we, we're thinking of the best way. The to actual this. implementation of those ideas is another story altogether. Well, of course. Of course. But that's okay. But, but, you know, I mean, between the roll, the botched rollout. It crashed, Rob. The, the best rollout, the best rollout of the the finder. It was um, announced an hour ago. And it's it already crashed. crashed. Yeah, because they were so prepared. They put a lot of resources into that. Ugh. You know. Seriously, why do you even bother? We didn't even run down all the rest of the, the Inslee highlights. Let's go to the phones. I need I need to go grab a paper bag before I hyperventilate. You're up on the show. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Pam from Yakima. Hi, Pam. What's on your mind? First question is, how long does it take Pfizer and Moderna to make 100 million doses? It's a great question. Okay. Um, Johnson & Johnson is going to go for an emergency trial. They're going to release some documents, I think, end of February. So they may get authorization in March for their vaccine. Which is a one-dose vaccine, if I remember correctly. That's correct. It's a one-dose vaccine. This is my personal opinion. 
is that once the place where you got your flu shot has the vaccine, things will get better. And in some places, that's already the case. I mean, there are states that that's what they're doing. That that you can go to your Walgreens or CVS or your Rite Aid and and you can get your vaccine there. Some states are already doing that. Washington State is not. (laughs) It just, it's mind boggling. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay. Hey, guys. You mentioned earlier about an online tool. It's already crashed. Well, I was just wondering if it had a picture of Jay Inslee on it. No, 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 no. But uh, it's yeah, it's already crashed. So they've 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 done that. Um, they managed to, to to blow that one up. Um, you know, it really is. It, it's unfortunate because we we hear in the press conferences and see in the press releases all the the wonderful language and the hyperbole and and then the then the 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 actual proof, the actual execution is is horribly flawed and then blame is put in another direction instead of taking accountability and then people are left wondering what exactly is going on because they never really do get the answers that they're looking for you're up on the bottom line news radio 610 k1a what's your name where are you calling from this is jim what's up jim my only question is is how did trump get to that website so fast what website well, it crashed already, so it happened. <laughs> That's right. They'll blame it on Trump. Trump's fault. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Chuck from West Richland. What's going on, Chuck? I can't believe you guys are so surprised by this. Not when, shocked at all. So so here, here's where I'm at with this. This is the liberal mindset. They expect the government to do everything for them. The government will be everything for everyone. So when they're in charge, they still don't know what to do. They're expecting someone else to do it. They don't have the wherewithal to do the actual follow-through. They can just talk about the plans. That's the liberal mindset. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no arguing with that. It's it's you 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 elect someone in Washington State that wants to be told by other people how to do his job. And we have seen that on display for eight-plus years now. And we're going to get to see it for another four years because, well, he's done such a great job at making decisions on his own. And I, I won't forget this, Ed. I don't know if you read this or not. But when the Seattle Times endorsed Jay Inslee for a third term, their endorsement was arguably the worst endorsement I have ever seen. They ran down the list of why he shouldn't be governor again, but said that the alternative was so bad that he was the only option, which is exactly what they wanted. They wanted an option that was completely and totally unelectable from the standpoint versus Jay Inslee, and they listed all of his failures. And it's like, wow, this is an endorsement? Yeah, a this ringing is, endorsement. This is this is a tremendous endorsement. They went through the entire list of all the scandals. Because the one thing we, we didn't touch on was, was the 3,000 inmates released early from prison. Oh, wait, that happened more than once. That happened twice. Then people were released from prison early. And two of them committed murders. And nobody put that on the neck of the governor or his DOC department at all. Nobody. 
Nope. I think he blamed Trump for that, too. Oh, no, wait. Trump wasn't in office at that time. It was still his buddy, Barry. Um, yeah, nobody, yeah, no no, no blame for that. He he got nothing. It, it was Teflon. It was it just, just insane. want to go back a couple of calls as we go to break about uh, the, the other vaccines that are coming out. One thing to note, though, is that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines have shown to be eh, 90-95% effective. Yes. The other ones that are coming out so far are not as effective, including, you know, the AstraZeneca one, uh, the Johnson & Johnson one. You know, these are these are down into the 70% range. So while I agree with the caller that once we get more options into the quote-unquote marketplace, things will be better, but you will still find people who will gravitate towards the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines because they are more effective, at least right now, in the clinical trials. Final segment of the show next. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610KONA. Final few minutes, bottom line, News Radio 610KONA, Monday afternoon, going right to the phones. You're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Um, I don't trust the Visor vaccine as well as the German one, because how long does the visor one have to be, how long can it be in liquid state before it starts to go bad? That's it. Thanks for the call, Bernie. Don't know. Just know that it has to be stored at an incredibly cold temperature. Yes. Yeah. Until I, I mean, it's ready for injection. Yeah. You know, there's, there's going to be a different vaccines and and I don't know I don't know that you get a choice like if you know if you go to these vaccination clinics yeah, you get what they have yeah you get what the, you get what's on hand you know unless and until we get to the point where pharmacies are distributing them then you can pick the pharmacy if you want the moderna you go here if you want the pfizer you go there or if if your individual doctor at some point gets gets the ability to administer but for now when they're doing it in in mass quantities and both of those vaccine vaccines are in the state of washington you're gonna get what you're gonna get let's go to the phones you're up on the bottom line who's this where are you calling from Oh, Sparky Umatilla. Hi, Sparky. Dad, I thought you took the day off. I thought I was listening to, listening to a rerun. Nope, we're live and in, uh, in color, so to speak. Uh, hey, you know these people are whining about not getting the vaccine soon enough, and and of course uh, you know who they're they're blaming. But my God, you know, he got it done in nine months, for heaven's sakes. You know, and it, it takes some time to get this out. Now, do you remember I told you, Tri City Herald, December twenty seventh. Section C, page one, Thiasson. He explained how Trump got it done. Trump put out to, to a bunch of money to about 10 different companies to see that they couldn't get it done, private companies, get it done in a, in a hurry, bypass the government, so to speak, to some extent. And Bohannon was just having a fit here a while back that, that my God, they only ordered 100,000 uh, doses of, of, the, of it when they got it out. 
Thias has said that they, he actually ordered they ordered or they ordered a hundred million uh, doses from three different companies, and so but you don't we we just don't get the information from the the the, the big big guys you know and it's it's a darn shame. All right, I'll let you go. Thanks. Appreciate the call. Five four seven one six ten is the number. A few more minutes left in the show, if you'd like to chime in. We'll see how this plays out. Um, by the way, they, they've still stopped short of making any type of uh, vaccination mandatory. They're just letting you know what groups are available. Correct. And who has the ability to find out if they qualify. No one is making anything mandatory. No. And I don't see that. I honestly don't see that happening. I, the only thing that I, I see potentially... Um, keep in mind that, you know, we've moved to the 1B categorization of, of vaccine distribution and just the first tier. We haven't heard what tier two, three and four are going to be. That's because that's being negotiated behind closed doors. And what? No, this is not a conspiracy theory. We know that uh, unions in particular have been negotiating with the governor's office to, you know, either be put higher on the list or even lower on the list. One of those unions is the WEA, Washington Education Association. So don't be surprised if when we start hearing more about this next or this current, I should say, phase of vaccination distribution, that you start hearing about teachers and educators uh, somewhere on the list. And I imagine that the reason why they haven't announced it yet is because there's a lot of back and forth on this. We know that, you know, like like any other sector in in public, there are people who really want the vaccine and there are people who really don't want the vaccine. And, you know, are they going to make it mandatory for teachers before kids can return to school or not? Those are all things that are being negotiated behind closed doors right now. Sure. They might have to check, though, with the with the head of the Pasco Teachers Union to find out if there's any white privilege that gets involved. No, they in the don't vaccine. need to because that oh, okay. came from the WEA. They're already hearing about how, oh, okay. how if from you send privilege. kids back, then, then you're just... Yeah, you're 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 exercising your white privilege yes. on everybody else. And I'm sure that'll be a part of the vaccines too. But look, we've heard we we've heard from teachers on this program and elsewhere on social media. Some are very concerned about returning to class. Would those teachers be willing to return to class if they had the vaccine? There are some teachers again like all the other people out there in every other sector who aren't all that jazzed about trying the vaccine. Yeah, and then there's people that have been working and going ever since, you know, doing their jobs ever since COVID kicked in. There are and, essential uh, workers out there. That haven't been vaccinated at and, all. And, and won't doing be. It before. And yeah. won't be for exactly. a long time. So, you know. Two of them they, are in this room right they, now. They can keep whining all they want because I really don't want to hear it. I have no empathy at all in any way, shape, or form because people have been working through this entire thing and haven't been worried about a vaccine. They've just done their job because, well, it's what they're expected to do. And that's people all over this town.